Proof in the Play Sports Network Podcast. Proof in the Play. <laughs> yeah. Proof in the Play. I shot you. I shot you. Hey, hey, you now rocking with Proof in the Play. The main man, Proofing the Play, Proofing the Play Sports Network podcast. I have a special guest. Not only does he, you know, live by faith, but he actually built his own team, a team of track, football, and basketball. Uh, and he did it with passion and love. He still coaches these kids with such passion to make sure they're going to see another day, to make sure they're going to be the best player and best person they can become in this world. Uh, the founder of Blackout, mm-hmm. uh, mentor many. Let's give him a shout out, man. Israel, how are you, sir? Man, I'm blessed. I can't complain, man. This is this is a blessing to be on your show. Man, I, I appreciate you being on the show, man. I, I want to dive right into it because it's a lot of things we got to talk about. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, so uh, my first question to you is, what made you fall in love with the game? Like, you know, what was that, that time that you knew, like, yo, man, I really love this game? Well, I was uh, 14 years old, and I just got kicked out of my house. And my mom's put me in a group home because I got stabbed on the streets of Brooklyn. I'm I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Zoo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. I was 14 years old. I got I had got stabbed. My mother. I was out of control. And basketball saved my life. Real. It was a campus where you had went to school on campus. You couldn't leave the campus or nothing. All I had to do was play basketball. And that's the only way, and at that time, I thought that I was getting out of the hood. I was getting my mom out of the hood. I was getting my family out of the hood. So my passion and everything, it wasn't even about the education because I didn't, nobody in my family was educated. It was mm. about sports. I had to play basketball. We, we don't have enough grass to play football. So basketball was my only thing. And then I was like, damn, I'm good. And, I, mm. and basketball made me go to class because my coach wasn't having me not going to class and playing basketball. He opened up the gym for me at lunchtime, after school. He just, he seen the potential that I had. And, and he was like, well, you do what you have to do. He had me play against, I played against uh, Nate Archibald. He was friends with Nate. My, 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 my coach name is Harold Kitt. He's in a book, the man, er, the uh, Earl Manigault book. Ooh, he's the in, Earl Manigault he's book. He's in the Earl Manigault book. Wow. He's in there. His name is Harold Funny Kitt. If you read that book, his name is Harold Funny Kitt. He helped save my life, and I fell in love with the game. And after that, it's been it just took off from there. I, I got a basketball scholarship. Now this is a kid that was truant from school, drinking promiscuity, all kinds of stuff. Robbing people. Basketball made me stop doing everything because my coach said, yo, you can't do this and do this. You have to stop. Either you're going to choose the streets or you're going to choose the court. Mm. And in order for me to choose the court, I had to go to class. So I had to go to class and I had to uh, be successful. I was a straight A student. Yeah, so you went from 
a troubled kid not really knowing what you wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do, get in trouble. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, you're right. You, you knew what you wanted to do and you got in trouble. But when you got in that group home and all you had to do was play ball, you kind of fell in love with it because that was all you wanted to do was to get it. better. That's it. I was in the gym 24-7. And the only reason why I went to class is because I wanted to go to the gym. Mm. You understand? Ooh. So there's a process. That's definitely a process. Yeah, there's a process. They, you you, you want to reach a goal, but there's certain things you have to do to get there. Yes. And certain some of them things that you have to do, you might not want to do, but it's it's the process you have to go through to get to your goal. You understand? And that's how I seen it. Well, I got to go to class in order for me to be an NBA player. In my mind, that's what I was going to be. I'm getting my mom out of the hood. Period. Yeah. So that's 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 I was like, yo, this is this this is gonna get me out the hood. And I was a monster. I was a straight monster. Ooh, like that? Was you a, was you and really I was, I was a monster. I Ooh. I but you brag. know you're from you from Brooklyn now, so Brooklyn do got some, you know, they got some talent over there. I grew up with Stefan Marbury, I grew up with Felipe Lopez, Kareem Reed. Oh, see now you nah, they name dropping, they name dropping. They were true monsters. Yes, yes. They, oh they were. my God. Yes, yeah. Now they were talking, true monsters. You talking some real monstrous yeah, stuff yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I, and I and what what I I took from it was that when once you finally got something that you were really passionate intrigued about. by and passionate by nothing you wouldn't you wouldn't allow anybody to let that go. No one or anything. And I I I, I do. I do truly, truly, truly commend you on that because everybody doesn't get that one thing that they can hold on to and that they could they they can make something out of. So I, I do appreciate that because everybody doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't get that that whole good old pat on the back. Everybody doesn't get that you know good job. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody doesn't need that to be motivated. You can have something that you can get outside this world about. And, and it make you more happier than anything else in this world. When you find your passion, when you find out what your passion is, you're gonna find your purpose, man. And I thought my passion, my passion is basketball, was basketball at that time. But now I realize my what my purpose is. Now basketball was a part of my passion, which which brought me to my purpose. Yes. You understand what I'm telling you? Yes, I'm hearing you. That's a good game, y'all. Y'all hearing it from the best. Now let's do it. Yeah, so it, it brought me to where I am now, where I'm able to touch people's lives. And they say, oh, you're a great motivator. You're a great, you, you inspire kids. You inspire people. I love being a motiv- motivational. I love being inspirational. But my goal is to be transformational. I want to transform their lives or help be a be a vessel to, to help transform their lives. Because mm. once you transform, there's no more turning back. There's now nah, you motivate for a moment. You motivated for that month. Yeah, you you January January first come everybody in the gym. They motivated to get in that gym. I'm changing. It's the new year. I'm I'm changing. I'm motivated for that month. Yes. Then, then there's no the motivation is gone. That motivation is gone. I'm the inspired gone. for that week. Oh, that day I I was inspired. Yes. You know, but then the inspiration dies when you mm-hmm. transform. Yeah. 
You transformed. Yeah, because you changed. Tra- you can't go back because you don't want to. Your body's telling you you transformed it's, it, you're to transformed. something totally different. That that that's a, that's deep right there, man. I that, I really appreciate that. Uh, 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 saying those good words because sometimes I need it. Uh, mm. Not just the baller homies and all the basketball world that needs it. I need it. I really do. Uh, I'm so positive with everything. I love entirely what I do, but sometimes I get down on myself a mm. little bit because it's a whole lot of noise in the room. Mm. And sometimes you don't know how to decipher that noise in the room. So people like you really help me uh, because you've seen me from the start. It is not like, you know, I just came to you yesterday and asked you to come on the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, the people that motivate me, uh, I try to keep in my circle a lot. I try to at least keep them in my grab. So when I see them, I'm always seeing them in the gym. But when I see them, uh, I always get a good word from something I can go back and, and dissect when I get home. So I, I really appreciate that because you, you do that. You do that for me a lot. Proof. When I seen what you don't, maybe you don't see it, but when you walk in the gym, there's a light. And it's not even you. Nah. It's that God in you that you don't even realize. You change, you transforming people's lives without even knowing it. Man. You're a voice in this community now. And I need you to, to really understand that. The confidence you should have is not, oh, because I'm proof, I'm proof in the play. The confidence that God gave me this gift that I can touch people. I can take a picture of someone and they get emotional and they and they get a feeling from the picture that I just took, from the video that I just took from this person. But now you have a voice to explain the picture. Now you have a voice to explain the video. Now you got a voice to explain to the to the to community why you did this and what it is to you and they respect it that for you know for the longest of time you know i just thought i was just doing stuff i didn't you know i didn't think nobody you know respected what i did it wasn't until people like you and 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 moms came up and, and asked me well you know i love what you're doing just keep doing you know, for every one person that says that, you know, it's about 20 that says, you know, you can go ahead and stop at any time. But then mm. when them one people and, 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 and people like you that, that see me in the gym every day, and they know what type of dedication and real hard work I do. I mean, some of you guys have seen me sleeping in gyms mm-hmm. for breaks uh, instead of going home because this is where I'm supposed to be. I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be. And through all my trials and errors, the only thing that was consistent in these seven years since I started was my camera. Mm. You know, that, that's been consistent, but I made it consistent. Every day I woke, I woke up out of cold sweats thinking the ideas. You know, I had to run it off at 4.30 in the morning to figure out how I was gonna get this idea off. And it consumed me mm. of trying to get a better shot, of trying to give exposure to people that are, they feel like they're, they're not getting exposure. You know, some of these kids, they don't, everybody's not a confident kid. Mm-hmm. Every kid's not confident. Everybody doesn't have that type of, um, you know, they don't get that type of encouragement every day. I, I put it to myself that I couldn't have been, I couldn't be negative. I want to make sure our future understands how great they are. And I want them to know that they're great. They're my superheroes. Proof, you 
you told me some things about yourself that I didn't know. <laughs> right? Yes, yes, yes. So, because you you are a great friend of mine, I so think. I would I would never tell your business because it's not my business to tell. Yes. But when you find that vulnerability in yourself and not worry about the peanut gallery, yeah. You must tell your story in full. You must believe it and let them know because these what in what is going to change people's lives is the truth. You right. can't worry about what somebody's going to think about you. You know how many people hate me? <laughs> I, I, I don't hate you. I don't know. They shouldn't be hating the man. You, you good people to me. I don't know why yeah, they hate. But you know what? It's going to be people that dislike you. It's going to be people that say you ain't nothing. It's going to be. I've heard that my whole, since I've been in Washington. When I started Team Blackout, and let me say, let, let me let me retract. I didn't start Team Blackout. Yes, I, it was my idea. I was the one that was in the gym with the kids. But without the support of Adrian Johnson, my ex-wife, who I love to death, that's my girl, nothing else. But she, she was my, she held me accountable. She was the first person. She, we was going through a divorce. She said, "You, you gonna coach your son?" And made me sign me up without me knowing it at the Lakewood at, not, at the Lakewood Community Center. Whoa! And I was like, and after that, we were winning. And then I said, "Man, we need to go to another level." I had ten kids. We need to go to another level. We went to AAU. I had Charles Elzey. You know Charles Elzey from yes, Bellman. Yes. I had Kenny. Uh, Kenny Curtis from Rainier Beach. Yes, Kenny Curtis. I had, uh, was Wendell on that team? Wendell Davis from uh, Bellarmine. He plays for Rotary 16s. Okay, I know Wendell. Um, I know who you're talking about. He I plays had, at Bellarmine now, right? Yeah, he's yes, at Bellarmine. Yes. I had, uh, those are the ones I remember. Besides my son, I had my son. I had Markel. Mark, you don't know Markel. He's a baseball player now. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. Ooh. And I had, and I, we was playing in the second grade, right? Second or third, second or third, no, he was in second grade. And we played against a fourth grade, because they didn't, at that, at that time, they didn't have second grade teams. Yes. So we played in a rotary tournament. I think it was a rotary tournament. And we played up in the fourth grade. And we played against Pierre, Pierre team, in the rotary mm. team, right? Mm. They handed us 75 to 2. The first person to ever score a basket for my AU blackout team was my son. And he they they sat in the zone to in the fourth quarter to let us score. They let us score. And my son was the only person, the first person to ever score a basket for team blackout. First time was my son. And he was the worst player on the team. But he was the first person to ever score a basket. Now, we're going to go back a little bit because yeah, I yeah. got some questions. Yeah. I know you're going to ask me some questions. Yeah. Listen, one thing about him is that he's going to question me too because he wants to know me just like I want to know him. Mm -hmm. And then you guys will know us because that's how it goes. Um, we're going to back up just a little bit. So your ex-wife, you was going through a divorce, but she forced you to do it. She, right? she, but she, she seen something in it. Mm -hmm. she, she knew it was something that you wanted to do. Yeah. Without question. Without question. But but 
it wasn't it was for her initial push mm -hmm. that got you where it was no question and um when you start doing it and and you know that that last shot y'all didn't get any buckets your son got the only bucket of that mm -hmm. tournament did it discourage you or did you say man i, I think i have something oh i know it, it didn't discourage me because i knew where we was gonna be my vision the vision that i had i didn't have this big of a vision because i didn't know i was going to start football i didn't know i was going to uh do a do a track program as well but i knew for basketball I'm like, oh, I ain't worried about basketball. This is my life. This is all I know. This all the, I didn't. All I can do is teach kids how to bat. I wanted to teach them life through basketball. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. So it wasn't just about the wins. It wasn't even about the wins. It wasn't even about a basketball. I didn't even think about AAU at all. Wow. It wasn't, I had a girls, I was helping the girls team, Lady Heat. I don't know if y'all remember Lady Heat. Yes, I remember Lady, Lady Heat. Heat. I was I was training the Lady Heat with my boys. We started on Fridays. Every Friday, we opened up Geodrome for two hours. From six to eight, every Friday, it started with like 15 kids. Mm -hmm. Word of mouth, there's no, this is all free. This is something I felt like I had to give back to the community. It was all free. Drop your kid off with a ball, and we're going to go through fundamentals. Okay. Girls and boys. Nice. Giadroni every Friday. We had 15 kids in the gym the first week. The next week, we had 40. The next week, we had 70. We almost had 100 kids in the gym at one time. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with all these kids? We had to open up the, the auxiliary gym. It was, this, it was packed. It was packed full of kids. Somebody said to me, I think it was Dana. Her name is Dana. It was, I think, Charles' mom. And, and I, first of all, I got to apologize to her. Because at a, at a, it was a time that we had an argument, and it was like, it was, this was a long time ago. And I never gave her the respect or the props that she deserved. Because without Big her. Big shout out to her now. Dana Elsie. Without her, there wouldn't be a blackout. Uh-oh. Speak on it. You understand? Uh-oh. So Speak on I, it. At that time, I wasn't humble enough to even say it was all me, me. I did this. I did, No, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> okay. I had. I know. I know. I, 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 it was my idea, but they held it. They were the glue. They held it down. Oh, huh? my God. Dana Dana was everywhere. Dana, this is what you need to do, Jay. Here, sign this paper. Do this. Do this. Had the parents. She did this. So I never gave her props to right now. Hey, man, big shout out to Dana, man. I appreciate what you did because you put a fire in her. All the women in his life that actually put a fire in him, I thank you. Uh, because without you putting a fire in him, he, won't, he wouldn't have put a fire in me. Mm -hmm. So I, I do truly, truly appreciate them. Uh, now, now is the question. Since you go went through the blackout, right? I seen your, your one of your best seasons basketball wise. Can you tell me how you formed that? How did that team really form? How did you get those special plays? Because they wasn't the top kids in the state, mm -hmm. but they showed you on the court. So you showed them the culture that you were setting, mm -hmm. and they really applied it to the court. Mm -hmm. And I just tell me a little something about uh, you know that team and how special it was for you, because you know. You know, those special runs is always a good thing. So 
I was coaching. I stopped coaching him in the fifth grade, and I need to thank Amber, Amber Evans, for helping him, for helping me because I wanted to stay away from my. I wanted to get from coaching my son because okay. it, mess, it was messing our relationship up. Oh, because you, you know, as a coach, you gotta you gotta make sure. Yeah, and, and it's hard to decipher. Yes, and I'm I, and I'm I'm newly coaching. I'm like, yo, newly coaching my son. I'm like, and I'm bringing it home in the car. Yeah, what you doing in the car? It, it, there was nothing but basketball. It was no father son relationship. So I was like, yo, let me step away. Let me watch my son. Yes. So Coach Amber came, and Coach Amber for two years, fifth and sixth grade, had took over the team. And I was coaching little other other children, mm-hmm. uh, other team. Yes. And she got pregnant. She had a lovely, a lovely daughter. And I had to take over the team in the seventh grade because I couldn't find a coach. Now, in the beginning of the seventh grade year, we were terrible. Look at my face. Terrible. Terrible? <laughs> it was terrible. Oh. We were de- we wasn't a team. Okay. They I, had I, to, I, I, can, I, can, I can see that. They had to buy into the philosophy. We were losing the teams we had no business losing to. Okay. Our change, President's Day, Portland, Nike, Canaan's, Canaan's tournament. We was in the quarterfinals. Now, note, fit, we've never beat Rotary. Ever. Ever. Note it. From... Third grade to seventh grade, we've never beat Rotary. We played them for the first time. They never seen us. We were we were we were hidden. Nobody knew about it because I wasn't trying to come out there and not them and them not being a team. Yes. We're, Side note: Rotary is the best AAU team in the state of Washington, hands down. No question. That's not even a question. But I had to give you that, you guys that info. No question. For the people that did not know. Go no ahead. question. I love Daryl. Daryl, my dude, he taught me a lot about the game. He, a, a lot of Dan Finkley, love him. Uh, told me a lot about the game. I will never, I can never take away what they have done and what they have done for me in this in this in the program. So, with with that being said, we playing Rotary in a, in the quarterfinals to get to the semis. Ooh! Now I'm shook. I ain't gonna lie, cause they used to beat us about 30, 40 points. Easy, like it was nothing. I'm like, oh my god, we got to play rotary, but I can't sell my kids that I'm a little nervous. Daryl's a veteran, yes, he is. Daryl yeah, was a is. veteran, he's a monster coach, he's yes. a veteran, yes, you know what I mean. So I'm like, yo, we're going in there, we're gonna whoop their butt. And now, you know, I give him, I give him my speech, we're gonna run, we're gonna play defense, that's it, everything else is gonna come. Man, we win, we win that, we win that game. I had Daryl calling timeouts he ain't have. <laughs> First time you felt good, did you? Did you feel good about it? I, that's all I need to know. Did you hey, listen, feel good? Yeah, I love D. D. I love D. I love D. But I, you had to feel good about that one. <laughs> I'd have had to feel good about you. You crazy? That's my dude. That's my dude. When though. you when you actually be the mentor, you yeah, he's, that's he's, really yeah, without has, question, has, without has question. been giving you so much good game without giving it to yeah. you. But just leaving my example, when you actually get him, mm-hmm. it feels so much better because yes. now you know you're right there where you're supposed to be. Not only that, some of my players have left. Some of my top players, Jerry Franklin, he was he went to FOH because you know he had issues with with the program, which every AU program had issues with. Jerry yes. Franklin, 
but he's back now. That's my dude. He's back. But um, he had issues with the program. Then we had Wendell. He had issues with the program. He wanted he wanted a new. I seen he had a kid on his team named Eric. I said, yo, Doodle, man. And I told Barney. I said, yo, Barney. Barney and Doodle. I said, yo, I need him. His name is Eric Butler. I said, I need him. He was an athlete. He didn't know how good he was. I was like, I need him on the team. So I talked to his parents. They was like, hey, yo, yo. I said, yo, let me have him. You know, you know, like I, like you should approach, you should approach the coaches. Side note, coaches, if you're gonna try to take another coach's players, go to their parents. Go to the coach. Coach, I go to the coach first. Go to the coach first. Get his blessings. Ask him what's going on first before you just go off to the parents and try to swimmy. Your yeah, way in, yeah, yeah. the swindle window. Mm -hmm. That's what they call the swindle window. <laughs> yeah, that's what we calling them from now on. So, but go ahead, man, and about Eric Butler. They actually said yes to you? Yeah. They said yes. They said, well, his mom's, his mom's, his mom's was like, you know, she was always skeptical. She was like, mm, mm. You know, in my mind, I'm like, is he, he ain't ready to play up, you know? You know, these are seventh graders. They 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 stronger than him. Yes. <laughs> in my that's mind. That's what you thought. In my mind. Yeah, that's what you thought. It's like, but you know, if you want to play here, come tell me come to practice. I'm thinking I'm gonna run him off. He's gonna go back to the seventh grade, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Man, that monster. That monster and and that changed the whole dynamic of the team. When I put Julian in there. Cause now he's challenging Eric. He's oh, challenging he's everybody challenged. else. Everybody, everybody's getting challenged. Dom, Dominique Ellison, he's getting challenged. He had to step it. Everybody had to step their game up. Because you got a younger kid. And a monster. A monster coming in the game, coming in the, your, your, your practice, giving it to you. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you got. You got to either. Yeah, it's barbecue or meal. <laughs> exactly. You about to be barbecue chicken exactly, if you ain't exactly, in there. Exactly. Uh, shout out to Heat Man, man, J Jules, man. I, I really appreciate it. I nicknamed him Heat Man because I ain't seen too many people his age and of his stature do the things he's doing. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about he's doing some some things I ain't never seen before. Out of a 14, 15 year old. And back then it was 12, 13 year old. Yeah, exactly. And he was a grown man then. He though. dunked in a championship game at 12. 12 years old. I'm just telling you, he's he man. And that wasn't even his best sport. His oh, best sport is football. football. But he can still light it up on the basketball. So court. this this is this is why I relate to you so well. Because, yes, it, it's, mine's is more sports related. But you started from I started with nothing. Do you That's tell right. do you tell the people, do the people know how you started and where you started? I, I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if the people actually well, followed or, or whatnot. So I don't know if they actually I know. remember you when you was walking around with a camera all the time. Just just walking around with a camera. That's it. And I was like, who's this dude? I'm like, who why is he taking pictures? Yeah. How's he got a video of my team mm -hmm. on on YouTube? Didn't even know. Eric Butler dunking and my son hitting the last. You don't even. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> we was playing FOAs. Eric 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 had been kicked out for tech. He had two technical two fouls. Two technical fouls and, and FOAs thought it, they, they was they was up by fifteen. Yeah, they had Jay Mullins yeah, and all of them. Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember that. And and we came back in the end, and my son hit one three point to tie the game up. Bingo. And he in the same corner. 
Got Elohim it. Johnson, I'm going to give my son his props. Elohim Johnson, they passed the ball to him again. Now, it's like four or five seconds left. And he hits another one. Yes, he did. And I think it was Marjan's dad was like, he's hot. It's over. It's over. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you that game vividly. So, team blackout. You guys got in there a little nervous mm-hmm. because FOH had been playing together for years and everybody is bringing the hype up. Jade Mullins, Patterson, they were all doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Don't and, forget Peter Erickson. And, and Peter Erickson, yeah, yeah. they were shooting the lights out the yeah, first half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you was trying like hell to find somebody that can just foul them. <laughs> yeah, Get them just, off just, rhythm. Just beat them up. And. They was going through their struggles. You can tell they were a young team trying mm-hmm. to learn what mm-hmm. you know what type of team we were. Mm-hmm. Eric Buckler got frustrated because they was fouling him, and he got kicked out the game. Now, one thing about Elohim that I love is his swagger. Mm-hmm. It don't never turn off. Mm-hmm. He always willing to take that shot. Yeah, he was. He, he was always willing to take that shot. And he was down 15. I think it was about fifteen minutes, about ten to fifteen minutes to go. And he said, "Listen, this with your hey. If you gonna give up, just just quit now. Mm-hmm. We can leave and go home right now. I ain't got. I don't want to be here if y'all don't want to play." Mm-hmm. Jewel said, "No, nah, come on, coach." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Jewel said this. This is what Jewel said. No, come on, coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In the deep voice. In the deep voice. Yeah, Jules. Come on, coach. And from that day, you seen it in Jules, but then you was like, okay, we're going to press off the – I need some steals out here. Oh, let me get my props, though. Oh. Let me get my props. Damani Green. Okay, Damani, too. Damani was in there. Imani, he was everybody. Imani Mitchell. Darion Summers. Well, Darion and Damani was my wrecking crew. When I put them in the game, oh, Bubba. Oh, I forgot about Bubba. I love you, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba was a, a, a terror, too. Wrecking crew. But, we had Damani. We had we had Bubba, Jules, Dominique, and 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 and, and somebody else was in. And Darion was in the game. And I said, all I want is defense. I don't need no. I don't need nothing else. That's it. I said, "Yo, we got we got to come back to defense. We have a we have a defense called Chicago. It's a matchup two three. Okay, matchup two three. Uh oh, on that Syracuse now, zone. You, now you ain't supposed to zone up a shooting team. No, you sh- no oh, you shouldn't. No, but we had no choice. We had nothing else to do. Yeah, okay, the friends of Hoop was shooting <laughs> the lights out that game. I trust me, I filmed it. But I tell them kids, they were hot in the first. I said they hot in the first. They're gonna be cold in the second. I told him that. I said, yo, they're hiding. You want to quit? Go ahead. Home. Let's go ahead, pack it up, go home. Them boys, them boys came back. Them boys came back so hard. Damani Green, he was, he's a monster. Yeah. Darion is not scared of nothing. He's the shortest kid I know. He was 5'3", grabbing the rim. Grabbing the rim. And, and, and it really sparked Bubba because Bubba started going in the pass and lanes. Oh, my God. Bubba. Start, you know, he making the Bubba's correct Bubba's a pass. troublemaker. Not a troublemaker in a bad way. He's just a troublemaker. He's always in the yeah, mix. He's, he's always, always in the always mix. Always in the mix. That's my dude. That's my and, bubble. And, and, and what I I seen it come back. Mm-hmm. And now you had Patterson kind of, you know, he was frantic. Shook. He, he was, was frantic out yeah. there. So he was calling timeouts. But you guys was right in the thick of things. And it felt like 
it, it the momentum like, changed. It, it felt like it was Elohim's time. Yes, because he was sitting on the bench the whole time. The whole time. Because at that time, he didn't play no defense. Yes, he didn't play no defense, <laughs> but he had the jumper, and he had to he had to move after he made it. Bing, pong, kong. <laughs> He had all of that when he hey, so after he made that. He came in he the right that. time. The right yes. time I had to put him in. I was like, we yeah, need cause, these cause, 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 uh uh Green was actually kind of slowing down. He was gassing. Yeah, yeah. And uh you got him in the game, but you was like, look, you gotta play defense mm-hmm. now. You gotta play deep. He missed the defense assignment first time. But Dang, you remember this? Dang. I, man, I remember a lot. Yeah. I love this game. Mm-hmm. I really do. But he missed the defense assignment. Mm-hmm. But Bubba helped him. Mm, Bubba was a monster. Yeah. Bubba helped him, and it started a fast break. Elohim was supposed to go to the basket, but he faded off to the three-point line. Why? Because Elohim's swag is three-point, boom, how, pow, here. Right? <laughs> right? So he, he fades off to the three-point. I'm like, yeah, they going to layup, man. Mm-hmm. They, just, we, they about six points down, like mm-hmm. I said. He hit three in a row. Yeah, he hit three. In a, I'm trying to tell you, that was the first one he. Yeah. And he, I didn't think they was gonna. I thought he was gonna lay the ball up. Mm-hmm. And he passed it. Mm-hmm. Bang! I said, oh shit! <laughs> and you know, Elohim, Bing, Pong, Ping, Pong, Ha! You see it? We're here. <laughs> We're six down right now. You're in trouble, pal. Mm-hmm. That was on one side. Mm-hmm. Then you know they get a rebound. He jogs back up. You run the play a little bit, but he's right there in that corner, corner. on the right side. In that corner. Right? Back out. Ping, pong, ping, pong, ping. Yeah, three-pointer. We're only three <laughs> down now. You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Boy, come down again. I'm thinking everybody looking at what he's doing. I mean, he the only Think one shooting. That's what I said. I was like, how you not the only one on shooting. He's not playing no D. L.A. <laughs> didn't play no D back then. <laughs> Listen, he's playing great D now, but he didn't play no D back yeah, then. Now he's definitely playing yeah, he's D. He's playing D. He got to. If Federal Way ain't yeah, playing yeah. that. I'm like, man, I hope he get I, I hope they get the rebound because cause if you didn't, the game was gonna game be over. Game's over, yeah. Here goes He Man again. He grabs the <laughs> rebound over three people. Yeah, he's a monster. Right? Gives it to Miles. Mm-hmm. Miles won. Oh, Miles Phillips, my dude. I forgot. I oh, see. Yeah. I see. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Right, so he gives it to Miles. Miles wants to shoot this thing. He wants oh, yeah, to shoot. Yeah. It. Miles always wants to shoot. He That's my dude. My, he always wants to shoot. Miles wanted to shoot yeah, that thing, yeah. but he knew who was hot. Mm-hmm. He's a smart kid, man. Man, he passed it around. They gave it to him again. He acted like he was about to go to the rack and went right over to Elohim. Ping, ping. Ping, pong, ping, pong. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. All of this here. <laughs> Right? And you seen FOH was defeated. It was a wrap. When, once that happened, mm-hmm. you tied the game up. It didn't matter after that. Mm-mm. Nothing they could have did uh, would have did that. And it was special because, man, you didn't have to say much. Mm-mm. And I don't know what it, I don't know if it's just you and your demeanor, but me personally, I know that you don't say a lot to these kids. Mm-mm. And when you raise your voice, they know something has to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, I appreciate the way you go about coaching. I, I appreciate your culture mm-hmm. because you create a culture within your coaching staff, within your team. And I appreciate it. Uh, all those kids right now, they're all sophomores and mm-hmm. juniors right now. They're all great players. 
I think all of them are. I think a whole chosen few of them are going to go to college mm-hmm. without uh, question, w- w- with a full ride. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Buckler was one of the special kids that I seen that I wish I could still see. Mm-hmm. He's out there in Alabama. Shout out to Eric Butler. This kid was a freak of nature. He was an athletic monster. Yes. I, I think I think I He think, ran like a deer. Yeah. Man, he was just had legs for days. Yeah. And if anybody out there know uh Eric Butler, give me a like. You know what I mean? Because if y'all if y'all really some basketball here, y'all know Eric Butler. The boy was dunking and all of that. Yeah, he made PJ a little nervous off in the eighth grade. I remember that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I uh, he asked me how did I get in? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He's trying to distract. I'm trying to distract him because I really didn't. You know, I thought people mm-hmm. knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in it by accident. I think the camera really saved my life. Uh, I was going through a bad divorce, and I felt like nobody in the world uh, liked me. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody was here to ridicule me and talk down to me because that's what was happening in that divorce. And uh, shout out to the to the girl that was on a date. She was like, yeah, my son's filthy at basketball, and but she had like a 10, 15-minute film, and she couldn't find the highlight of mm-hmm. it. And uh, she gave it to me, and uh, at first I, I – because I didn't know what I was doing, I just it was like, man, forget it. I don't need this. Mm. But something told me he'll go to YouTube and see if, I mean, at least the basics to see if you can do it. And me learning the basics, it got me into my own world. I didn't have to worry about somebody's opinions of me. I was just here trying to create something. And that 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 sparked a very big interest in me and it helped me out through my divorce but shout out to phil petty mr petty i love you and i appreciate it and i told you when you gave it to me that i wasn't gonna let you down uh, phil petty had a son named jerome and, and you, it was the same right mm-hmm. at the same time you met me uh he had a son named jerome i didn't have a camera i had a little bitty action cam and he said man i got so much film man i gotta get my son to yeah, I gotta mm. get him. I gotta get him out of here. I gotta get him a, a highlight tape. I, he said, "Man, anything, anything you want." I said, "Man, I don't." You know, I didn't. I, I'm still looking at it as a hobby. I said, "Man, I don't need nothing but a camera. Mm. That's all I need. I, I can't get better if I don't have the equipment to do so." And he said, "All right, man, we're gonna get it. We're gonna do it." Mm-hmm. And so, uh, a couple days went by, and I trust me, it's about twelve hours of film that I had to go through to get this highlight tape, but I did it in three A's. I stayed on, everything was about getting this done. And uh, he called me, he said, you know what? Uh, My wife really don't want me to buy this. Wow. He went against his wife. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how he did that, okay? He said, but something in me is telling me that this is a good decision. Come down here. I know you ain't done with it. Come down here to to the car dealership. and uh, I got something for you. Mm-hmm. But before I hung up, I said, man, I'm already done, though. I got something for you, too. Mm-hmm. So I go down there, and I get a box, and it was my camera. And since that day, that day, I have, I, I, my whole dedication has been to doing what I'm doing now. Not just my camera, but being in front of the camera covering these kids it went from 
me just trying to get a place of my own so I wouldn't have to feel so like out of place. I was feeling out of place because so many people were saying that I was doing something wrong. And for one point in my life, I, I had something that was mine that couldn't nobody take away from me. I can create whenever I wanted to. Uh, made me engulf my whole being in it. You know, I ate, slept, and, 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 and used the bathroom uh, about this camera. Uh, when you listening to the podcast, the, you have to hear what he said. He said he ate, slept, he did everything with his camera. The same thing if you in sports, when you really dedicated, you hold on to that ball. Yes, you, you hold yes. on. To, you eat, you sleep with that ball. The ball under the chair when you eating that dinner because your mama ain't having you with the ball on the table. You you sleep with that basketball. Everybody's passion is different. Yes. When you find that passion and something that you love, it changes your life. It did. It really changed my life. It saved my life. It didn't just change it. It saved me. Uh, because if it wasn't for that camera, I wouldn't have known how I would have outletted some of my frustrations. Uh, and it would have been in a negative light. And it never would have been in a, a positive light because I wouldn't have known how to because I didn't have a vice for it. Uh, and, and, and to his point, when I go to these gyms, and he knows I go to a lot of gyms. When I go to these gyms and I see y'all lackadaisical and not loving this game and not showing the passion and effort that it takes to be a great basketball player and a great human being, I get offended. I feel some type of way. Okay, I, I've walked to gyms. I've rolled Tell bikes him. to gyms. I've rolled buses to gyms just to see you and for you to not love this game and for you not to give your maximum effort to a game you say you love, you only like it. And you need to get out my gym right now if you only like it. Because mm. here, we only deal with things that you love, your passion. If this is your passion and this is what you want to do, well, damn it, you better try your best. He has put... Did you hear what he just said? He said, I walked, I took buses to the gym. He didn't have a car. No, sir. No, sir. So he walked because it's something he loved to do. He would not, he refused to let anything stop him from doing what he wanted to do. So he walked to the gym. He took buses to the gym. How many of y'all asking y'all mamas for rides in the gym right down the street? Hello. Hello. Talking about I can't go to the gym because... My I ain't have a ride. Yeah, my mom won't take me, or I ain't got no ride. But you got a bike. That ain't your love. You don't love it. You just like it. You like it because other people like it. Or you like it because of the attention you might get. But you don't love it. See, love is deep. Love will make you wake up at 3.30. See, my love for photography and for covering kids, it just doesn't go after this, this phone, after the video's out. When I get home, that's what I think about. How I can improve in covering these kids. What what I missed in the game. You know, some of these people don't understand the dedication it takes to actually do, uh, to cover these kids. Because it mm. takes a lot. It's, a, it's so many kids around here. You Do some of these people know that on Tuesday nights I go to basketball game. But after Tuesday night I go home and watch two more games. Mm. Friday night I go watch a game. And this. Friday night, I watch two more games. Saturday morning, I watch four or five more games because I want to make sure what I'm saying to you is the truth 
and it's my opinion, yeah, his but it's, a edu- it's an educated opinion of mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that you know that I'm really watching this game. I'm not just here for your amusement. I'm here for your, if, if, just, if you want information, that's what I'm here for. This is a game that I loved. I've loved it all my life. The only sport I know is basketball uh, that you can play by yourself. Football, you had to have somebody else. Mm-hmm. Even wrestling, you had to have somebody else to mm-hmm. wrestle with. If I had a basketball, all I, I can go shoot. Mm-hmm. I can go dribble. It was something to get me away from it. And now, all this time later, I, I, I got in a situation and that ball came right back to me. But it came to me in a different form. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to play it. You can cover it now. You can actually show the world what you see every day. I have a question. Yes. When you had that, when you had that camera... When you first had the camera, yes, did you expect to have this, this, this platform? <laughs> no, I, I didn't expect anything. I was just happy that I can get a. Was it shot. even in your mind? No, wasn't even so, in my mind. So how do you think this happened? The higher being had to had to place yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, of, of, of course. I mean, because I, I I just thought you know if I had a camera. I can I can I can get better at it and then you know I can I can I can go back it I can go deeper into my world of my world that nobody can touch you mm-hmm. know what I mean but it wasn't until people was like man you got something you got something you got something that I thought I had something right and I still didn't really have the confidence in doing so mm-hmm. but it took people that noise that cluttered noise mm-hmm. of I don't even know why you're doing it or you can't be a jack of all trades and a master of many, mm-hmm. which motivated me. What you mean I can't do it? Mm. But it's my camera. I can do anything. So you went from a camera to a podcast, right? Yes. So you went from touching touching teams of of kids. Yes. To be able to touch the world. You you're able to touch the world. I mean, it's it's. it's how many people have you touched? <laughs> I don't know. You understand? You understand yeah, what I'm telling I, you? You know, in these years, I don't know how many people so, I've touched. So, so I have, a, I have a. My, my story is, I, I started with basketball. I was like, that's the only thing I know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, then I, then I, I was like, I had no clue what I was doing. None, none at all. I just knew that I know basketball. I can teach these kids fundamentals of basketball, and I can teach them how. It takes persistence, dedication, practice. You have to be a, a person of integrity to, to play this game because you can't cheat the game. No. It's going to show. Every time. You you can't cheat the game. So that's why I said, I'm going to teach these kids through life. But I said, everybody don't play basketball. Now, I'm not a football player. Yes. I know I'm built like one. <laughs> but I'm not a football player. <laughs> that's hilarious. So I had, I said, I have to reach other children. So mm. I said, I got to start a football program. So mm. I was like, Where, where's that grass at? Where can I go? I went to the Lakewood Boys and Girls Club, the guy named Scott Lore. I called him. I didn't know him. I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't, I said, I didn't care. I said, I'm going to start a, I said, I am, not I'm about to, not I was, I might. I am, which are the two most powerful words in this world. I 
am going to start a football program. I don't know how to coach football. But I'm going to start one. I'm going to start a football program. I went to Scott Lore, Lakewood Boys and Girls Club. I said, yo, I got a basketball program already. I will put the basketball program in your in your in your Boys and Girls Club. They had low capacity of kids. They didn't even have children. By the time we finished with and he he said yes to football, they had a waiting list. Wow. Of 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 children that wanted to just be there because of team blackout. I had recreate not me. We had recreational teams, like 10, 15 recreational teams named Blackout. I didn't even know half the coaches. It exploded. Oh wow. And did you expect that? I had no ex I didn't I had no clue, but I know in my gut it was telling me you need to you need to do this. You need to call this person. You just need to call the Boys and Girls Club. It was just something in my gut telling me to do okay. it. So 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 it, yours your story our story are similar but just in a different situation. Yeah. Because you, you just knew it was a need for it and you knew that, that it was needed. That's why I said to you, I said, yo, <laughs> there was a need. I said there's a need for this. People, you think people, of course, people on the outside looking in now, oh, he doing it, I could do it. Yeah, they said the same thing to me, but where you at? Why you didn't do it before then? Now you're going to look at my mistakes and be like, oh, oh, he made this mistake, he made that mistake, but you still didn't do it. Yeah. I had to learn from my mistakes. Now you trying to learn from my mistakes and you still ain't doing it. Still ain't. You just still talk about my mistakes. Exactly. While I'm moving on. Exactly. I mean, because I, I think every day I'm trying to get better. And I think... You know the outside noise, and you you help me a lot with that. It's the outside noise, man. You know because sometimes the outside noise discourages me from actually saying owning it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I seen you uh, one day, I, I seen you. I was discouraged. I mean, I you know they were just downplaying what I was doing, and uh, you asked me. I said, man, you want to be a sports analyst? You want to be a sportscaster, right? And I said, man, I don't know. I don't. No, not really. I don't want to do it. He said, hold up. Wait a minute. That's what you destined to. That's yours. That's yours. You need to claim it. I said, man, what you talking about? I mean, you know I'm proof. I mean, you know I'm proof. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You need to own it all. Don't just settle for a handful. Mm -hmm. You need to grab hold on it and don't let it go. That's what you deserve. He said, can't nobody in here. You said it kind of loud, too. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't, you know, he said, can't nobody in here do what you do. They can try now, but they can't do it like you. You got way too much passion and dedication into what you're doing. Hold on to it. Grab on to this thing. Now, I was in tears almost. I had to go outside because... He was really speaking some real to me. And when brothers speak real to you, you know, when you always got somebody that can speak to you and get into your soul for you to realize what you really are destined to be, that's a friend to hold on to. That's mm -hmm. that's real brotherhood, you know, Appreciate brothership. It. Appreciate it. Um, but I had to go home and dissect what you said. It wasn't a whole long paragraph, but I had to dissect. And I had to realize, I, I looked in the mirror the whole time. Mm. And I said, look, man, I am 
a sports character. I say look in that mirror and talk to yourself. <laughs> look yourself I in am. the eyes. I am. Yes, exactly. I'm 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 the Dickie V of the Northwest. Mm-hmm. You damn right. And I gotta hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And can't nobody take it away from me because it's mine. It's yours. Right? So I, I, I really appreciate because sometimes what I do, you you won't see all the things and the dedication I do to put things that you guys want to see on. But what I can tell you is, is that I'm so glad to have people in my circle that have pulled my coattail. And not just tell me, yo, you are a sportscaster to hold on to it. Be like, hey, man, yeah, don't do it like that. Mm-hmm. You better than that. Well, I don't know how to do it any other way, man. I, I'm rough around the edges. What the, hold on, hold on. Let me give you some options, mm-hmm. right? And when you get options, you have no choice but to at least look at the options. You know, you'll be a fool not to look at the options and see what's the best one to choose from. When you only had one option before you talked to mm-hmm. me, you, you give me that sense of knowing that I can do something, right? You're giving me confidence. But then when I, I look back in the mirror again, I say, hold up, wait a minute. I've been giving these confidence to keep these kids this whole time. I'm, I've been trying to encourage them as much as I can. I am what he say I am. Yes. I am that I am. Man, listen. And and, th- and and I can only imagine what you bring to these kids. Because if you can bring it to a grown man mm-hmm. and make him understand it, but then hold on to it, mm-hmm. that says a whole lot. Well, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. These kids has motivated me to be a better man. Now listen, I ain't saying I'm perfect or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we kids, trying to get improve every day anyway. These kids has helped me ten times more than I've helped them. Ooh. I'm thinking I'm going there, I'm coaching them. They coaching me. Nice. I'm seeing the progress that a people I've had a five year old, Markel Thomas, who's five, making left hand layups. And I'm like, how the heck, you right-handed, you five years old, and you making left-handed layups? Ooh. There's grown men that don't make left-handed layups. Grown men that still on the left side, do it with the right. So the kids brought confidence to me because I seen the progress that they made mm-hmm. and the change. If their parents called me right now and said, Coach Jay, he acting up in school, and they told they and they and they said, I'm going to tell Coach Jay. I'm going to tell Coach Jay. Them kids will straighten, they, they, they'll straighten up. Because they know Coach Jay will come sit in their classroom. I've see, done it. See, that, that, that those are, see, you, you're doing far more than what just a coach. Because some of these coaches just think they need to coach the X's and O's and leave and go home. And I think when you take that, that plunge into coaching, you got to take everything with it. All these kids' personalities how they function, how to motivate them. You are in his life to help develop him as a man in this game of basketball. Without question. And I think more coaches need to realize that. And I think it would be a better basketball community as a whole. I think some people are name chasing. Some people are ring chasing. 
Uh, and when we talking coaches, ring chasing, they're mm-hmm. trying to be the best at everything. So they'll go run and chase and go to other teams and all of that. But what I love most about my basketball community is the ones that stick with it. I have some of the best coaches, and I'm not saying just X and O's. Coaches that dedicate their lives to this game and to these children. Sean Alexander, Daniil Sean Alexander, one of the most loyal people. He's been with me since the beginning. I have to thank Terrence Trent. I don't know if you know Terrence Trent. He he the one that was the head of my football program from the beginning. He's the one that really made the football program flourish. I have to thank Charles Tindall. He started with me, went off and did chaos, and came back. I have to thank Chris Spivey. Shout out to Spive. Listen, we are no longer, my boys program is no longer Team Blackout. We are, We stopped the eighth grade, my eighth, the eighth grade year about three years ago, two years ago, two or three years ago. Chris Spivey has a program called Access. He has D1 kids coming out of his program. Yes. But access, I forgot what access stand for. Please forgive me, Spivey. But it has something to do with academics and it has something to do with character. Yes. And he has built a program from scratch. Me and Chris Spivey has a similar similar story. We yes. was out in, before we can get gyms, we was out in the outside, under outside under under roofs, playing, practicing. Mm, trying to get better. Before we was in the gym, we we I didn't know how to get a gym, so we was practicing outside with the kids. Cause Spivey has has developed a program called Access, and I was like, man, this is my eighth grade year. I don't want to go into high school fresh. I know Chris Spivey. I used to bust him up in basketball. Yeah, I said it. Well, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Bust them up. <laughs> hey, the Fort Lewis days was for real, huh? <laughs> the Fort Lewis days was for real, huh? He'll tell you a different story, oh. but I'll tell you this one. <laughs> I got the mic. <laughs> so, yeah. He got the mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got the mic. Spive, you come down here. You get the mic there. Yo, so Spive, he's like, yo. We tried to come together before. It was us, Swish, Spive, another another coach. I don't want to say his name. And we all tried to come together mm-hmm. to become one, but it was too many egos. It was too much. I feel you. You know, it was too much. Chris Spivey and I said, yo, we're going to come back, and it's just going to be you and I. So we came back two years ago. We came back together two years ago. I said, Spive, it's time, man. It's like, yeah, yo, it's time. I love you. I trust you. Let's make this happen. Now we put the reason why at, uh, uh, Washington Supreme is orange and purple and black because that was our no, I was our colors. Access was black and orange, yeah. and blackout was purple Everyone, and yellow. Yeah, yeah. Pur- oh yeah, yeah I mean yeah, yeah, and black. Yeah, black yeah. yeah, yeah. So we 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 all came together. Look at y'all swagged out. No, no egos. You got to check all egos at the door yeah. as, a, as a team anyway. I have to give a shout out to Josh Barsh because he was a part of it in the, from, the, from the beginning. But me and Spivey had brought our programs together. He had the high school program. He's in, he's in Tacoma. I had the, the eighth grade and under in Tacoma. And I was like, Spivey, we can, we can form a powerhouse. 
but we came together. All of a sudden, we get an Under Armour contract. Hello. The only Under Armour con- official Under Armour contract in, in the Washington, Pacific, in the in in the Pacific Northwest. There's no, I don't know of any other. If I don't I'm, think it's. I, I don't maybe, think it's too many more. If, if there's any mistaken, mm. there's some in California. I'm not. Yeah, saying. but it's not up here. Yeah. No. So, Spivey has been an intricate part of this basketball program. Without without question, he's the he's the politically correct one. Because I'm not. You understand? And without him, there would be no Washington Supreme. Without me, there would be no Washington. We are the only, we are the ones that has formed Washington Supreme. I don't know what everybody else heard. Ooh, he, he, he tell him right now, they formed like Voltron. Yes. And, and, and ended up Washington Supreme. Yes. I don't know what anybody else heard. Ooh. Well, I'm getting the truth right now. I'm proving the Play and, Sports and, Network and podcast. If you, if you got a problem with it, my name is Israel Johnson. You can look, I'm the only Israel Johnson on Facebook. That's the truth. Okay. Yeah, so you can. And you he's can. big enough to find in the gym. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. He is so. big enough to find in the gym. One, you know, when you said something like that, when you start talking about Chris Bivey mm-hmm. and you guys coming together, that shows others that it can be done. It can be done. And one thing I do admire about Spivey is a very, very. Um, strategic guy which means he don't speak a lot mm-hmm. uh, but when he speaks he's speaking exactly what he says on his mind and he thought it through exactly um but i seen you guys build that washington <laughs> supreme first i seen access and i seen blackout mm-hmm. and i seen you having success but i didn't know what you were going to do after eighth grade because mm-hmm. you didn't have that mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I see Washington Supreme popping up everywhere. And when I seen Washington Supreme, I was like, okay, I hope it's not a fly-by-night thing. Mm-hmm. But then the next year, you had double the teams that mm-hmm. you had before. Yep. And I was like, okay, something's going on over there. Yes. And then I looked at what was going on. And then I seen you. I said, man, what's up? And first thing I asked him, y'all, was, hey, man, what, hey, man what's going on with the, uh, what's going on with Blackout? Mm-hmm. He said, nah, man. We, we merged together, so now we together now. I said, well, what y'all trying to do? First thing you said, take over. <laughs> that's it. The takeover that's, that's is what, that's what That's what we going to do. Not, not, not. No, no, they not, said not, what yeah, you yeah. wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I said, man, what you, he, he said, no, I'm taking, we taking over. Yeah. I said, man, that's going to be hard. You know, the first thing I said, well, that's going to be a little doubt, you know. You, hey, it's going to be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. There's other teams right there where you at. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned the next year, next two years, uh, you guys are one of the top programs in the state. And we're on the circuit. And you're on the circuit, We're getting yes. the kids' exposure that yes. they, they deserve and need, you know, in order for them to get to get where they need to be or, or getting that, helping them a, a different angle of to get a scholarship. Yes, uh, one thing I do know about Spivey, Spivey's very big on education. Very He's big. He's not going to let up on you. That's one thing I do admire about Spivey is you're not going to be able to play on his team at all if you don't have your grades together because you can't be a smart enough basketball player for him in his eyes, mm-hmm. I feel. You can't be a smart basketball player if you can't do the things that you are responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but back to the Washington Supreme. Mm-hmm. When you said that, I observed it. 
and I then I still I started binocular watching because I want because you said it I, we taking over and I wanted to see how you was going to take it over and little by little you was taking little by little and little by little and what 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 we gotta what I what we gotta realize is none of this is possible without the people that support you we have the Jermaines we have the Chris's we have the Sterlings. We got the Coach Sean's. We got the Charles yes. Tindles. Yes. We got the other Coach Sean, the, my sixth grade, my sixth grade team coach. Uh, we have Adrian Johnson. I can never say her name enough. She's the runner. She runs my football. She runs my daggone program. Period. She runs the football program, uh, which we have won many of championships with my football program. Yes, I I do. I I, I second that. We have my track program, Pony. First, I must thank Kareem Supreme. Kareem Supreme. I don't know if you know him. He a DJ. He a DJ. Yes. He's a, he's a Jamaican. No disrespect, but he had two, Bob twenty McCly, he probably 20, had a Jamaican 20, 20, this 20 different jobs. Is what okay. I'm trying to say. Yeah, twenty different jobs. So so Kareem said to said I said I said I said to Adrian. I said Adrian. I, I my foot my my basketball players. I don't want them to take off. But I want them to get better. I got to start a track program. Now, the only people I ever ran for or ran against or ran from was the cops. Police. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know nothing about track at all. I don't know how to run correctly. I still don't know how to run correctly right now. Uh, Kareem came. She was like, well, I know somebody that wants to do it. Kareem came. Then I had Justin and Panya, a couple, the married couple named Justin and Panya Temple. Okay, I shout out to Justin and Pine they Temple. They have brought this program, this track program, to national recognition. They go to they go to Junior Olympics every year. We have nationally ranked runners in our program because of Justin and Panya. The dedication that they have is ridiculous. Wow. It's crazy. Okay, so I want I want to make sure we we do this because you you do it with me all the time. Mm -hmm. Since we've been talking about this, have you just reminisced and, 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 and seen how far you came to where you at right this second? I I never thought about it like that. I never seen it. I, I don't realize it because it just happens because when i speak it now that i'm a conscious i'm conscious of what i speak yes you know but back then i had no i i had no clue proof i had no i had no clue where this was going and how many how many lives there's not a kid in tacoma that plays bas basketball that didn't play for blackout that didn't that that they had not touched the part of blackout they might not mm -hmm. be there now mm -hmm, but they touched it they touched some part of blackout there's not a coach that's that's in it that hasn't been influenced. That the younger coaches that has not been. Because I'm be honest, Northwest Panthers have influenced me. Yes, they have. They without the Northwest Panthers, there would be no blackout because they motivated me to be better. Hello, you understand? Hello. I can never, I can never disrespect the Northwest Panthers. I can never disrespect Rotary. I can never disrespect FOH. They were there before me. That's always paying homage. I, I got to pay homage to them. Yes. You know, because they were there before me. Without them, I, I had nothing to look at to see where I wanted to be. Yes. 
without the without the, the not only the Tacoma Panthers football program, the Bellarmine Lions football program. They motivated my foot for me to be one of the best football programs. We are now called the Lakewood Light. We have formed with with another program. We are now called the Lakewood Light. Yes, the Lakewood Light. They play for Northwest Premier. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, and, yes, and, we and, do. And listen, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Curtis and them Puget Sound Lancers. He want Deshaun. Alexander. <laughs> They've been going at it for the last two, three weeks. I can't wait for no, that we gonna, game. We're going to give it to him. We're going to give it to him. Sock it to him. No now, question. listen. Go ahead. I want to give you one more. Uh, I want you to tell them how they can get a hold of you and your, your teams that you got going on. Mm -hmm. Because they, they might be motivated by what, you know, inspired by your, your story and what you have said and what you have accomplished in all of these years that you've done this. And so I, I would want them to know if they have a track, a kid that wants to run track, or if they got a basketball player, a football player, where can they come and get some of your training, some of your getting part of your organization that's been so successful as them? Well, the track program is still called Team Blackout. I have a Lady Blackout girls basketball program as well. It's run by Shauna Thomas. Um, you look up, look up us on Facebook, Team Blackout Track, Team Black, Lady Blackout, or if you want to be, um, if if your daughter wants to play, it's, it's all it's all on Facebook. And if you really can't get a hold of them, get a hold of me. Inbox me, Yisrael Johnson, Y S R A E L Johnson, or uh, and hit me up, and I'll send you to the right wherever you need to be, whether it's track, football, basketball. Our football program is starting up. It'll be starting next week. Next week we're going to go through, you know, practicing and and, and things like that. Yes. Uh, so my final thought mm -hmm. um, is this: um, you never know who's inspiring you and who has similar stories to who or what you do. It doesn't have to be the exact same profession, but you can relate. Your passion can take you so much further than what you think you can go. Uh, it can mend relationships. It can actually put a fire in someone else to put the fire in you. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate when you show, when you have that passion and drive and you show it to others and you make sure you pay it forward. With that being said, I really, really appreciate you. I appreciate your ex-wife for pushing you mm -hmm. and actually putting, forcing you to do it because she knew you loved it. Mm -hmm. You just had to give it a chance. So with that being said, man, it's your main man, Proofing the Play, Proofing the Play Sports Network podcast. You know what to do. Like, comment, and subscribe. I shot you. <laughs> Listen up, because I got something to say. A lot of game, but I ain't come here to play. Nah, I ain't come here to play. Yeah, you know who it is. It's the regulator. Separate the fake from the real. I'm the segregator. That's